Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Once again, thank you to everyone who's rating and reviewing the podcast. It really goes a long way. And of course, don't forget if you have an idea for a podcast, any basic idea, I love a challenge. So just send me that idea at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com and I'll do my best to turn it into a story. It really doesn't have to be a well-developed idea, just any basic planet you want to see visited, enemy or friend you want to see the person meet. It's all good. We are on episode 76, The Planet of the Magi. So just sit back in your bed, relax, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up on spaceship. You stretch and get out of bed like you normally do. You leave the bedroom area and walk out to the main area. Well, spaceship, have you found any cool planets on the way? You ask. Yes, says spaceship. I have found a very cool planet. There is a planet on our way home that has a high concentration of magic. Preliminary findings from the probe indicate that there are human-like creatures living on the planet, only they have magic rather than science. Really? Magic? Like a whole planet full of wizards and stuff? You ask? Yes, says Spaceship. Not all inhabitants use magic, but many do. It seems to be a focal point of their society, explains the ship. Well, let's go check it out, you say. Spaceship changes direction just a little bit, and you start to turn slightly to the right. After not very long, the spaceship pops out of super hyperdrive and in front of you, you see a beautiful blue and green planet. The planet looks a lot like Earth once again. Huge oceans covering most of it, with large continents spread out throughout. The continents are of course a different shape than Earth, but they look really, really similar. You jump in the command chair and take a hold of the steering wheel. You carefully fly it into the atmosphere of the planet and down below the clouds until you start to see the scenery below. Spaceship, make the ship invisible. I don't want anybody to get freaked out. Turning invisible, says Spaceship. The spaceship glimmers a little around you and you can tell that it's now invisible to anyone else who sees it. You fly along the surface of the earth. You see very strange things. There's magical creatures everywhere. There's dragons flying through the sky. Phoenixes with flames following them. There's even unicorns flying around. This is really cool. All the magical creatures in one place? Wow. You pass by forests that seem to be filled with talking trees that can move around their branches at will. And you pass the most beautiful lakes. 
their water almost shimmers with magic. I want to have a closer look at some of this stuff, you say. Uh, Changer, are you here? Suddenly, Changer, your shape-shifting dog, jumps up off the couch and runs over to you, wagging its tail. Hey, buddy, you say. You bend down and pet Changer on the head. He really seems to like it. Changer, I want to get a closer look at what's down there. Can you turn into some sort of flying magical animal, like a like a griffin or something like that? Woof, woof, says Changer. Changer immediately starts to grow. You back away so it won't hit you. He grows wings and his head turns into the head of a lion. He looks like a mix between a lion and a bird. He has a saddle on his back like he has many times before. You walk over to Changer and climb on, and then you and Changer walk to the back of the ship. Changer reaches his head up and hits the button near the back with his nose. The back doors to the ship open up. One sec, you say. You jump off Changer and run over to the wall where you've left your magic staff. You grab it in your hand and run back to Changer. Okay, I'm ready now, you say. Changer runs at the back of the door and jumps out. As soon as it leaves the ship, it spreads its wings, and you begin to glide. Looking back at the ship, all you can see is the open door. Everything else around it completely disappears. Stay close, you say to Spaceship. Understood, says Spaceship. You and Changer fly high above the new world. You fly past hills and trees, lakes and streams, and you see magical creatures all around you. Deer running in the forest with trails of light following them. Little birds that seem to be able to turn to lightning suddenly and zap from one place to the other. This is really cool, you say. You fly some more until you come to what looks like a village. It resembles a medieval village from your world. You circle around it and fly down towards the surface, getting a little bit closer. As you look down, you expect to see people out there working in the fields. But instead of people, all you see is farm implements moving by themselves. There's plows plowing the field without anybody trying to steer them or anything. You see rakes moving on their own and sweeping up debris. You even see huge sets of scissors flying through the air, chopping off crops into a flying basket. Whoa. All these farms are automated with magic. You see people sitting down near them, but most of them just seem to be relaxing off to the side or playing cards. Suddenly it starts to get a little dark. You realize there must be a shadow above you. You look up and you see 
a gigantic eagle or something like that? You swoop left out of the way and the eagle flies down beside you. And on top of the eagle is a wizard. Well, are you new around here? The wizard asks. Um, I, yeah, I am new around here. How about you? Me, I've lived here my whole life. I'm the town's wizard. I'm the one in charge of this place and making sure it runs just right, says the wizard. You tell the wizard your name and explain that you've come from a far away place, but you don't give too many details. That's a nice hybrid creature you got there. What did you do? Did you magic a lion together with a bird or something like that? Eh, not exactly. This is my friend Changer. He's actually a shapeshifter. He can turn into anything. You say? A shapeshifter? The wizard says. I've never met one of those. Hey, why don't you come visit my wizard's den? You seem like an interesting sort, and there aren't many interesting sorts that come around here. Uh, okay, you say. Lead the way. The wizard on the back of the eagle swoops down towards the hills below. You soon see a huge tower made entirely out of brick. It's as big around as a house, but much, much, much taller. You and the wizard land at the base of the tower. You hop off of Changer and Changer transforms back into a little puppy dog. Well, I never, says the wizard. The wizard takes out a wand and begins to spin it around in the air. It gathers magic and begins to glow blue. And the blue grows bigger and bigger. And then he aims the wand down at the bird. As the beam of blue light hits the bird, it begins to shrink smaller and smaller and smaller until it's the size of a normal eagle. The eagle flaps its wings and flies up onto the wizard's shoulder. Good job, buddy, says the wizard. How'd you do that? Magic, of course. Can't you see I'm a wizard, says the wizard. Uh, yeah, I can. Speaking of which, are you a wizard too? The wizard asks. Well, I have a little training in magic. I can stop time and fly if I really focus on it. One time I even found out how to make myself into fire. It's kind of a long story though. You say, Well, you'll have to tell me about it sometime. Come in for a cup of tea. The wizard walks to the door, which opens without him doing anything. When you walk inside the tower, you see the same thing you saw out on the farm fields. The tools and things in the house are just moving around on their own. There's a broom and dustpan sweeping up. There's cloths that just fly around and dust things and clean things. Do you want anything to eat? Asks the wizard. Uh, I'm not hungry, but you go ahead. 
Thanks, the wizard says. Hey, guys, make me a sandwich. Suddenly, the tools in the kitchen go into a flourish. A pan flies up in the air and lands itself on the stove, and the stove turns on on its own. A set of tongs fly up in the air and begin to grab things for the sandwich. Bread and meat and cheese and all sorts of things. Once the tongs have placed all of the items on top of the bread inside the pan, a spatula flies up and flips them over onto each other and cooks them up. When everything's done, the frying pan throws the sandwich up into the air. A plate flies by and it lands on top. A knife shoots up from the counter and slices the sandwich in half. Then the plate floats over and lands right in the wizard's hands. The wizard leads you over to the living room and he sits down on a big comfy couch. Have a seat, my friend. You sit down across from the wizard and the wizard begins eating a sandwich. So, tell me about yourself. He says, it doesn't seem like you're from around here, are you? The wizard asks. You decide that the wizard seems like a trustworthy sort and you think it's probably safe to tell him the truth. So you tell him about how you're from another planet and how you got a magic spaceship and how you're just out adventuring and found this place and about how you learned a little magic back on Earth, but nothing like this place has. The wizard offers to show you some new magic. You're very excited, so you and the wizard get up off the couch and head outside. But as you exit the building, the clouds begin to turn dark, and you see lightning striking around. Oh no, not again, says the wizard. Uh, what do you mean not again? That's uh, Malvolio. He and I used to be friends, but then he started messing around with dark magic. You know, destroying things, turning creatures into slaves, that sort of thing, he says. He's probably here trying to take over the village again. Just then, a wizard descends from the clouds, his wizard robes entirely black, lightning strikes behind him, and you notice that he's glowing with a red magic all around. Well, are you ready to give me the village yet? asks the evil wizard. I'm not giving you anything says the good wizard. Get out of here. I'm not going anywhere, says the evil wizard. He raises his wand into the air and it glows a bright red color. It shoots down all around you, each beam of red light striking an animal that's nearby. The animals light up in a bright red color, float up into the sky, 
and fly towards you. You realize that all of them are bears, and as the bears land, they begin to transform into much larger bears with much larger claws. Changer runs up beside you and immediately begins to transform into a huge bear himself. Only this bear has giant boulders as hands. Then his tail stretches out from a normal bear's tail into some sort of dragon or dinosaur tail that also has a giant rock on the end. You take care of the bears, says the wizard. I got the evil guy. The evil wizard lights his wand up with a bright red color and shoots it down at the good wizard who matches the power with a blue beam. Then you realize you better take care of those bears. You press the button on your watch and a spacesuit folds out around you, covering you in protective armor. You fly up in the air, and just by thinking about it, two sleep rays pop out of either of your wrists. You and Changer begin to battle the different bears who are attacking. Changer easily hits them out of the way with his huge boulder hands, but you start to feel wrong about it. I don't know, Changer. I think he's the one corrupting them. They're not our enemies. He is. I have a better idea, you say. You grab your staff and hold it tightly in both hands. You fly up in the air and you close your eyes, focusing on getting yourself into that place of happiness. It comes much easier on this planet. You feel power surge through your body. You direct it into your staff and you allow it to fly out to each of the animals. Each of them is hit by a blue beam and through the beam you begin to send ideas of freedom and of allowing them to transform back into the original version of the animals that they were. Soon, your magic pushes the corruption out of them. Each one begins to transform back into the animal that it was before, and each one, mad about having been controlled, turns around and faces the evil wizard. You and Changer join them, and before long, you're all staring down the wizard. The wizards break off their magical attack from each other, and Malvolio looks around, realizing that he's a little bit outnumbered right now. This isn't the end of me, says Malvolio. He raises his wand up in the air again and it glows bright red. Then he shoots it down at the ground. Suddenly, a burst of red lightning hits the ground around you and Malvolio disappears entirely. Well, that was a little strange, you say. Ah, him. Don't worry about him. He comes by every other week to try this. 
He's never been successful, though, explains the wizard. Come on, why don't we get some rest? You follow the wizard inside the tower. Once again, the doors open on their own. The wizard leads you up the staircase that winds around the outside of the tower until you get up to the next floor. This floor seems to have a couple bedrooms on either side of it. This one's your room, says the wizard, opening the door. Inside, you see all of the things in the room beginning to fly up into the air. The broom begins sweeping, the duster begins dusting, quickly cleaning up the room for you. The bedspread flies up into the air, shakes itself off, and lands on the bed along with the pillows. There, that should do it, says the wizard. As soon as everything's completely clean, all of the things land on the ground again. You go over to the bed and climb inside. The bed feels soft, almost magically soft. And as soon as you think about it, the lights turn off. You feel Changer jump up in the bed and curl up beside you. Your eyes are getting heavy, so you just allow them to close. You take a few deep breaths, and with each one you let yourself sink deeper and deeper into the mattress. There's no need to think about anything. Just notice how comfortable it is and allow yourself to drift off to sleep. Good night, everyone.